Everybody, you're listening to the Common Ground Football Podcast. This is episode number nine. Let's roll. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. What's up, everybody? Howdy. Common Ground Football Podcast here. Episode number nine. Can you believe we've done nine of these already? Nine times. I guess we haven't finished this one yet, but we're about to do nine. We're about, yeah. Super Bowl's over. Thank God. <laughs> oh, come on. It was a freaking blast. And it, it was a good game. I will say that. It, it, was, was, a, it was a very entertaining, very fun game. I'm glad that it played out like that and it wasn't just you know a blowout one way or the other those are those are just boring to watch i think it very easily could have could be one of the best of all time yeah but we're jumping ahead we are just going way ahead let's, know. let's bring it back a second yeah um we do have a new producer so uh josh left after the super bowl he was like okay season's over right guys he seemed confused yeah he was so <laughs> like he, wait a minute we're gonna just do another one yeah so anyways we have alan with us now ah. thanks alan hey alan how's it going he he just gave none, a of, them, none of them want to talk That's we need okay. to find one of these days maybe it's because we only have two mics yeah but he could yell true i'm brian mclaughlin <sighs> though that's me i'm andrew guzman that's you that's me awesome so um quick reminder to everybody that uh we're on that there itunes Love it. It's pretty awesome. Yep. Best platform out there. It is. But if you uh, don't have one of them fancy Apple devices, because we understand some of you like those Androids. And and for those Android people, we are what do we got? on Stitcher. Yep. And for those Alexa owners, we're on TuneIn Radio. Uh, and then we got Google Play. Google Play. And I think that's it. Or the website. But we'll talk about that later. You want to just jump right into this? Let's get into it. Super Bowl recap. Let's do it. So, Eagles win. Sorry, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> I want to say for the folks out there that, uh, you know, it did hurt him. And he was a little sad. But like a trooper, he got over it real fast. I was sad for one minute. Yeah, one and then it was like, minute. Okay. And then he was ready to move on. I, I, I literally said after the game was over, I am ready for the draft. I am ready. I think if it would have been one of my division rivals in that game and they would have won, just this, just me, my mentality, it might have taken a little bit longer than a minute. Yeah. Like if Jimmy Graps had won. Ugh. Well, but San Francisco does already have multiple Super Bowls, so it would have just attacked on another. Okay. Well, Arizona, who doesn't have any. Mm, True. Yeah. Don't know if they're going to get one with Fitzgerald. No. But we're just jumping all over we're the place. We're just all over the place. We're just not organized. What's no, happening? I don't know. It's just Super Bowl <laughs> jitters. <laughs> well, yeah. we had a, we had a, you hosted a fantastic party. Thank I you. I must say. Yeah, it was fun. We Thanks for a, coming. We had a great time. We had some good food. Um, the game on that screen was magical, I will say. For those who are listening and out there in radio land, I, we have a 120-inch projector. He's a bragger. And it's it's nice. <laughs> It enjoys it. It was incredible. Uh, quite the way to, to watch a Super Bowl. And we got a treat because we got a fantastic game that... Um, Did not go the way that I think a lot of people yeah, thought it was going to go. I, I was hoping for a, a good game 
but I kind of expected, even though I picked the Eagles to win, I still expected if the Patriots were going to do it, it was going to be a kind of a blowout. Just Eagles not show up Panther style. Or, or it was going to be kind of like what we saw in the first quarter was, and I mentioned it was Philly is, they look like they're going to just burn themselves out in this first, first yep. half. Yep. And then new England was going to take over, but Philly kind of just kept hanging in there and all credit to Doug Peterson and that coaching staff and Nick Foles. I mean, he played fantastic, you know, they do, they deserve the credit for, you know, getting that win after Wentz went down and being able to get through the playoffs. They did what they were supposed to do. I felt like Peterson did what the other coaches for some reason couldn't do. And that's stay aggressive. Mm Mm-hmm and not give up and not take your foot off the gas and we talked about that 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 was going to be a key for them you couldn't do what jacksonville did you you had to just go and some of the calls he made on the fourth downs yep. and he he wasn't scared and he looked on the sideline like no big deal I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just at another game and and just making some aggressive calls and uh i think i can say this without getting in trouble because you know we're a clean show but He's got some balls. <laughs> yes, he I mean, does. I, I was thoroughly impressed. I mean, you're sitting. I don't know. I don't remember what yard line they were on when they called the the touchdown pass to Foles. I think they were on the six. Yeah. So you're fourth down right there. You could kick a field goal, but instead you take a timeout. Mm-hmm. Foles comes over to the sidelines and you tell him, "Hey, you remember that fancy play?" Remember that fancy play the that New Phil- England played against, the, ran against us a few years back? The Philly special. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, hey, you remember just a little while ago, Tom Brady, he dropped that pass. Remember that? <laughs> Let's do that play. Let's do that play, but actually better. As a, as a Obviously, as a Cowboys fan, I hate seeing the Eagles be successful in any shape or form, but watching an aggressive play call or, you know, just the whole game being aggressive, it was fun to watch. It wasn't just trying to be cute and trying to be real, you know, just – play it close to the vest now they were aggressive and they went out and attacked new england and you know came out with a win which i will say the final score even though i got the teams wrong was pretty close to <laughs> you my were prediction. pretty close you were pretty close but philly gets the win 41 33 and definitely one of the better super bowls i've seen so not uh, as good as last year's but pretty good yeah last year's was insane because just that comeback and the whole but like just to me though this was more entertaining because it was a yeah because it's back and forth and mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. and you get to that point where new england grabs the lead for the first time at 33 32 and you're sitting there and you're just uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> this here we go again and, yep and give give nick Foles all the credit not all of it obviously a lot of it but a lot of it and that situation in general is a is a great example New England takes the lead. They're up by one. Foles doesn't blink. Leads a 75-yard drive. Touchdown. Takes the lead. No problem. And I, I, and I mean, that's... <laughs> wait, yeah. You're not blinking. You're just... He no big deal. He learned from Uncle Rico, and he was he led that team <laughs> to victory. Um. He he was twenty eight for forty three, three hundred and seventy three yards, three touchdowns. Did have that one interception, but mm-hmm. that was one of those freak throw it up in the air tip. What I would like to call half interceptions. Yep. Um, 
he was he played an incredible game. He, yeah, he was sharp and and the gets and, MVP. And, and I know. Actually, I'll just say there really was no defense in this game. Obviously, it was most yards in any game ever. Yeah, because the it was Patriot- over, over eleven hundred yards. So either defense didn't really play very well. But God, hold on for a second. Stop one second. Say that number again. Total yards in this game by both teams. It was over eleven hundred. That's <laughs> most ever, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> playoffs regular season. <laughs> Unbelievable. Where were you going with that? Just saying, there there was really was no defense in this game. But uh, did you expect when when Philly did need a stop, they were able to make a stop? And and you know it was was it just outside of two minutes or inside of two minutes when they uh, stripped Brady? So they scored the touchdown. There were two minutes and twenty one seconds left, and I remember telling you and going, they left um, way too much time on the clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't. Uh, and 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 I I noticed today listening to a bunch of stuff that they kind of got some uh, Peterson that was the only ridicule he got or criticism through the whole game was his management at the end because you went down and you scored that touchdown that's great you take the lead but you left Brady a ton of time and yeah you got a strip sack and ended up working out for you mm-hmm. but. Normally, that's not how that goes. <laughs> Normally, you leave him two minutes of time, and he's going down, and he's going to score. Or so, yeah, he's going to yeah, he's going to at least get three. Yeah, and which so he, actually with Gostowski struggling yesterday, God, that, that was weird. That wouldn't have been a, a gimme. So you never know. That one missed was a was a bad snap, but the extra point wasn't the second. Yeah, the, yeah. It's just weird. It was weird. So let me let me ask you this. If I were to tell you that in the Super Bowl, go on, <laughs> Tom Brady was going to be 28 for 48, 505 yards with three touchdowns and no interceptions. If I were to tell you just that and then ask you, what do you think the outcome of the game was and you didn't know anything, what would you say? I would say that they would have probably whooped on whoever they were playing. But I'll also say, or I'll also ask you a question. What was the turnover differential? Even. So they were even. And we said that so, stat. Yeah. So if you would have said that as well, then probably the other team. The other crazy thing is New England did not punt. Th- th- that's crazy too. So the team that lost had a quarterback that threw for over 500 yards. Three touchdowns. He... And the and the team never punted, and Philadelphia only punted once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this this the the numbers the stats you look at them and they're kind of skewed a little bit because Brady had a much better he just he passing had, game, but, but he but had he just also, more gaudy stats. I he mean, only had five more attempts. I can tell you another quarterback who threw for fi- yes, over can. 500 yards and lost. Please do. And he threw for five touchdowns. Who was it? Oh, that was Romo. Oh. 13 against Denver. Yeah, he's great in the booth. So. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is really good. And on the golf course. Did we? Uh, and on the football field. God. Speaking of in the booth, are we going to discuss Collinsworth or are we just going to leave that alone? We'll just leave that alone. Oh, God. I actually would have rather had Romo in that announcing that game. Next year. CBS will have the Super Bowl next year. Yep. Nice. Nice. Um, 
No, so, th- no, just looking at the box score and looking at the stats, you know, taking the score out of it, you would have definitely thought that New England probably beat whoever they were playing by a pretty good margin. But And, I mean, penalties were almost non-existent. There were seven called the whole game. New England only got one called on them. Shocking. I'm actually going to cut you off real quick. So we're actually watching NFL Network as we're doing this, and they just ran a title across and said, best bowl ever. I'm going to just shut that down now. No, not even close to the best Super Bowl ever. But anyways. But I heard a lot today about this being the best Super Bowl ever. No, not even close. Is it that just of a in-the-moment type thing? Yes, like recency we, bias. Yeah, like we always say, like, oh, what we just saw was the best ever. No, that was not. Okay, moving on. Sorry. Wow, he was upset about that and it was especially because it was <laughs> i think what he was really cutting me off for was that i was um, about to say something about the patriots only having one penalty called against them and that sounds a little fishy to me don't be that guy <laughs> uh <laughs> um, because philly should have been called for a penalty oh, in the past of holes so i like that the refs for the most part stayed out them, of it they let them play yeah however and it could have very well changed the outcome of the game there were some missed calls against both teams, mm-hmm. but you saw a lot towards the end there, especially on that, like even on the Hail Mary, you saw some questionable things happen. Oh, yeah. But like I heard somebody else say today on national radio, you never want to, you don't want to be the ref in that moment, in that game, mm-hmm. to be the one that <laughs> extends the play for Tom Brady. Especially, <laughs> especially when the refs hadn't been calling yeah. anything all night long. All of a sudden, you want to call. Don't, it. Yeah, yeah, don't just start being flag happy in the last two minutes. If you haven't called and you've just let them play, then just let them play. Don't don't get involved. Do you wish that the regular season games were more like what we just saw? Yep, I agree. And you know, and but part of me thinks though, because there's a big uproar over the length of games and obviously the super bowl is one of the longer games do you think maybe that was part of it didn't want things to be slowed down too much i actually kind of believe yeah that's part of it but i also think that the the league told the officials we have had a mess on our hands all season with penalties they've had a mess in their hands since the replacement ref year but this year has just seemed awful yeah it was pretty bad and they had to have because you notice it in the playoffs too though they they definitely didn't call as many mm-hmm. and it came to this game where they just kind of kept those flags in their pockets, yep. which I was fine with, but there are some calls that if, if this had been a week two game, Oh God. <laughs> and then the other controversy then comes down to, and you're passionate about this because you've got a history as a Cowboys fan, catch or no catch. <laughs> we had, um, the Ertz catch, and the Ertz uh, somewhat catch. So, actually, that first of all, it the, was for, a catch for that one. Okay, <laughs> and it. I just I remember. I agree with you. That it, that yeah, was a no. catch too. It yeah. just it makes no sense. I understand what the rule says. I get that. You know how they come out and say catch no catch, but the rule is stupid. The rule is dumb. It's inconsistent, and that's the that's the even bigger problem I have with it. Is it's yeah. It's inconsistent in how they call it. That one was, you know, okay. But the one, the actually the, the was it the first touchdown they had when his foot was, I would say his foot was probably pretty close to being out of bounds or it was out of bounds on the back of the end zone. Well, that was a, that was a weird one too because the ball came down and it looked like 
he had possession. One foot was down. A second foot came down. But then what they're saying is the ball moved Hmm. as he went out of bounds. And then as he regained possession, that next foot that came down was out of bounds. See, I thought you had to have possession in bounds. Right. And there's, but they're saying in the replay that he had possession in bounds. And then as he went to take that third step is when he lost a little p- a bit of possession. And this is where the inconsistency comes in. And it's weird to me because you would think, oh, well, human error in the moment as a ref on the field. But they're going to re- replay. Yeah, there's people just sitting go- at a desk yeah, reviewing they're this. They're going to the, the replay officials who are then making the inconsistent calls because the, like the Ertz play, he's got a funny name. The Ertz play irks me. Um, he, <laughs> I like that. Um, that one looked ridiculously similar to the Pittsburgh game mm-hmm. and to what's the other one? Des and well, Des, Des's was ridiculous. In fact, you showed that to me the other day. I showed I, it to you right after that I, play. Yeah. Cause I hadn't seen it in forever <laughs> and I'm watching it and I'm like, how, how did they call that an incomplete? It doesn't make any sense. Now, Zach Ertz, he catches the ball. He takes three steps One, two, three, yep. and then crosses the plane and then loses the ball as he hits the ground. I was okay with the call because to me, yes, he's a runner at that point. But the problem is, is that is not consistently called that way every time it happens mm-hmm. to every team. And Roger Goodell came out and said that the catch rule needs to be looked at. And so I hope that they go back and they just make it did they catch the ball and secure it don't make it so complicated yeah. it doesn't have to have a did bit. he become a runner yeah did um, he be did he gain you know all this business well and what i don't like is you and i've had this discussion before touchdowns in general if 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 you get if you hand the ball off to a running back and he runs into a pile of offensive and defensive players and the ball he's reaching through that pile and the ball just crosses the plane that's automatically a touchdown right then and there, no matter what happens yep. after that. Yep. Somebody can smack the ball out. He could drop the ball. As soon as it crosses the plane, it's a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But if you throw a ball into the end zone, the receiver's got to have both feet down. He's got to maintain possession all the way to the ground. Mm-hmm. There's all these rules. Why is it so lopsided? If he makes the catch <laughs> in the end zone, it should be a touchdown. It just... If, if it's going to be called one way for one type of play, you can't have it be different and you can't have it be complicated and have a bajillion steps. Consistency. That's what we need. <laughs> but I, I did think it was funny. Did you see the XFL trolled yes. the NFL on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the little stick figure the drawing. Stick figure drawings. <laughs> um, but yeah. Patriots fans are, of course, pissed off. They don't think it was a catch, but they're Patriots fans. But what's crazier is the fans of other teams that that happened to this season are even more upset yeah because pittsburgh fans especially they're they're who that yeah that one was a, that one was a bad call too <laughs> that was a terrible call um a, a big absence from this game malcolm butler mm-hmm. definitely um that was you respect belichick for making the decision because that's who he is and has been all along and you mm-hmm. can't not do it Right. So, but it I don't know, just there's that line, there is that line cuz they could have used him. Oh, yeah. 
I feel like his well, absence he's, was he's, felt. He's played in you know almost almost ninety nine percent of all their defensive snaps this year, and then they get the Super Bowl and nah, you're not going to play. I think he might have played a little bit of special teams, which okay, if you're going to put him on special teams, just I, okay, I could see maybe pulling a Jimmy Johnson and maybe sit him for a series or a play, and then okay, go play. But you know. Yeah, why just, not having him out there yeah. really hurt New England's defense? Why not just sit him? Just yeah, or, or like you're yeah. not you're not gonna play. Yeah, if you're not gonna if you're gonna you violate team just rules, don't even not. dress. Just yep. stand there in your sweats. And I think that's why a lot of people were confused. He's on the sidelines. He's crying during the national anthem because he's been told you're not gonna start. Mm-hmm. And why not? Why do even let him dress? Yeah. And so I guess he he showed up a day later than everybody else because he was sick. He had a horrible week of practice and. Um, and then on top of all that, he missed a curfew at some point during the week. This is all just came out today. And I heard something about, uh, marijuana being involved and, and and then, (laughs) and then some sort of confrontation with the coaching staff when they confronted him with it, that they basically just said, Nope, you know what? Yeah, you're out. But we weren't there. We don't know what was said, what was done. So. But it's still from hero because I he's you know <laughs> well to an, he's the anti-hero to you he's you know he's the one for Super Bowl forty nine well maybe he wouldn't now, have been the anti-hero if they wouldn't have made that play call but anyways oh, good God um to now where he's his time in New England's over yep because he's gonna be a free agent anyway and it's obvious they're not gonna re-sign him mm-hmm. so he'll end up somewhere else you want him uh no you guys don't sign free agents it doesn't matter you can't have him correct um <laughs> we'll get into that yeah we got an a whole off season. we have a whole <laughs> off season and we got to keep the show going 200 and something days until next regular season starts <laughs> um but i'm ready in your mind in your opinion biggest difference in the game what was it the biggest difference what was the difference like what happened that in your mind decided the game at that point you were like well holy crap you know what point that was for me <laughs> when the clock read zero zero <laughs> when it read zero zero and it was over and it was over um no it, it had to be just philly's play calling just, aggressive wasn't just it? being so just being so aggressive and just keep going after patricia's defense just patricia looked mad well, he's maybe not so mad now. I mean, now he's a head coach, so. He but, still looks mad. <laughs> Does he always look like that, maybe? Maybe it's a little bit of RBF. That's okay. <laughs> um, no, just, yeah, Philly's play calling, just going after it. And that was the that was the difference for the most part. What's crazy is aggressiveness, and then Nick Foles actually – doing everything correctly mm-hmm. so and performing he threw at, watching the game you had no if you didn't know any better you had no idea that he wasn't the starting quarterback all season and took him all the way there i want to i want to say Foles was the was the difference maker and he, and he was a big deal oh yeah he's mvp but i'm gonna say even though like you said earlier we were off the air off air (laughs) you said that i mean new england's defense wasn't that good and i agree but i'm gonna go with philly's 
offensive line because they gave Foles just enough time to make those throws mm-hmm. and and his m- just enough mobility to just get, enough. Ju- I mean, we're talking just and well, but Tom Brady's the same way. Tom Brady has just enough mobility to move to the left. <laughs> but still, and he but or, still for being you know uh, 40, 41 from forty forty. He is smart enough to know. I just need to take the, just a half a step this way, he's so good. and you know the rush is going to go right by me. I may not be a Tom Brady fan, but he's so good. But no, the I can't the offensive line of Philly though. I mean, they no they did sacks. Well. He had. I, I don't. I don't think he felt that pressured the well, whole game. But no, and I think um, actually Philly's offensive line. I want to say at the beginning of the year was rated one of the top three. They might have even been number one. Um, top offensive line this this year, and they showed it. And you know, in this game, I just yeah, so many. It it was such a great game. I I was, I just want I just wanted to be thoroughly entertained, and I was. And it's crazy because I one hundred we're down to the last drive of the game. Brady's halfway down the field, throws that hail mary up, and because of Brady's history in that game, Belichick's history in that game, Patriots, the whole thing, I 100% expected one of the Patriots <laughs> to come down with that ball. I was too. And because that's, I mean, that had to happen. <laughs> I mean, oh, actually, well, and so Gronk was in the end zone. I was expecting him almost to, ba- to just bat kind of, it forward. Just kind of bat it forward. You had two guys out there, two mm-hmm. or three guys out there that... Mm-hmm. Even if you catch it from the one, you which one of them got absolutely demolished to, yeah. on the four yard line again, but, one of those yeah. non calls. But yeah, no, I was but expecting him just to kind of bat it back and see what happens. But um, definitely a great game. You know, all credit does go to Philly's coaching staff. As much as that, I just feel nauseous. I think I threw up a little bit. But um, you know, they lost Carson Wentz. They lost um, their offensive lineman they lost linebacker i mean they lost a lot of starters quality starters on that team and still kept on rolling and it makes me jealous but you know didn't see what happens yeah so congratulations philly you no longer um only have a fictional uh sports (laughs) hero you now have nick Foles, who may not be there next year yeah we'll talk about Foles later in the episode um and Philly fans, congratulations, but please, seriously. Um, stop eating horse crap. Yeah, please and, don't do that. And stop tearing down your city. Like, there's no reason. I get being excited and celebrate like crazy. You deserve to. But there's no reason to destroy your city while you do it. I've never understood that. <laughs> Part of me wishes that we had an NFL team in Canada, and they won. And let's just see how the Canadians party, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Would they? Would they do something obnoxious and then immediately apologize? Maybe. I never know. But they might just show a little bit more class than Philly did. I've just, yeah, I was watching some of those videos last night. I and Seattle partied hard when they when they won theirs. But I mean, <laughs> just <laughs> when I've the streets were on fire, literally <laughs> at halftime they were on fire. It's just, it's not good. No. Let's take a break from the game itself and talk about my man Justin Timberlake and the halftime show. What'd you think? I liked it a lot. I thought I, it was enjoy, awesome. I enjoyed it. it. 
when it when we were about halfway through, I was like, this is gonna get killed. A lot of people are gonna hate this. But no, I mean I enjoyed it. I really liked it. And the Prince tribute was it was awesome. I did get goosebumps a little bit. I did too. And you said that you saw a lot of people today hating on it. No, yeah. do, you, do you recall why? Or are they just being haters? Um I think it was just the maybe to boost your performance you're gonna since we're in minnesota you're gonna put him out there prince i'm by what i mean him but i mean i enjoyed all of it it was a lot of fun was it the best ever no no top 10 yeah i'd say maybe number 10 maybe number nine i'll put it in the top five you think so yeah because well i'm a huge justin timberlake fan he's well, so uh, I, he's but- he's uh it's hard because you know those shows are uh, it's a track no one there's no instruments actually being played mm-hmm. and and there was i heard a director on the radio earlier in the week that admitted that um and yeah there are some live vocals but most of it's track and oh, yeah. it's all performance what i liked about the show was think about from the beginning to the end how many different segments <laughs> moving parts Mm -hmm. different dancing everything else that you had to do all flawlessly all the way through one take yeah something something we're not able to do yet on this show yeah (laughs) we're getting closer we're getting close um and then to like going up in the crowd that kid gets that selfie it's one now 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 he's a meme he's like yeah and i the tribute to prince you knew he was gonna do something and i thought it was very tasteful and it, it, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. And then I don't know if it was real or if it was just graphics for lighting up the streets purple. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I can't I look into that. Yeah, but that was cool. I mean, it was I, neat. I, I like I like that type of stuff. I think so. with I think with that whole the whole Prince thing, I think that's just a you know damn if you do, damn if you don't, yeah, kind of thing. But the um, no, my favorite part is when the marching when the drum line came out. Yeah, and I mean that was that was awesome. I think he picked good songs to perform. I, It goes in my top five. I'm going to put it in my top five. Top five. So, but definitely not the best ever. And what about, um, what about commercials this year? Oh, jeez. So, there were some good ones. And then there were also some um, stupid ones. <laughs> which is, which is you know, the that's the typical thing every year is there's always some awesome and then not so much. I think the consensus amongst everyone is that the best one was nobody puts Beckham in a corner. That one was awesome. What's great about that ad is we're all sitting there watching it and we have no idea what it's for. <laughs> not at all. You have no idea. You're just stunned watching the screen as Eli Manning and Odo Beckham Jr. are dancing. <laughs> Doing the dirty dancing. And and then at the end you're like, Oh, that's just literally an NFL commercial. That's <laughs> no, just it's just for the NFL. You've gotta be kidding me. Uh it was it, that was easily the the best one. And that one was awesome. And the, the jokes that came afterwards too. Yep. Twitter just lit up. Well and New England in the Super Bowl and then Manning shows up and then they they lose. Yeah. No, uh, that one was awesome. The the Peter Dinklage, Morgan Freeman one that was awesome. Was, that was a really, really good one. Danny DeVito has the that Eminem. Was, that was one of the very first ones. I didn't see that one. I watched it. I ended up watching it again because I missed most of it too. And it, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It was a good one. It mm. got. It got rated pretty high. Um, one of the ones that unfortunately is now overkill um, is Dilly Dilly. 
Dilly dilly. As much as I love dilly dilly, the build up, the build up was okay. What are they going to do? And then it was like, oh, okay, this is kind of lame. I think we expected them to do something crazy with it, and they just didn't. No, they need to just go back to you know the, serving the king. The diet coke ads were dilly stupid. Dilly. Um, bleep don't stink for Fabrice. That was actually pretty funny. Did you see that one? <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, one of the other ones I really liked the um because I'd been seeing it for weeks and I literally thought it was going to be a real movie. The, Dun- the Dundee, Dundee. <laughs> and, and I, I guess I should have realized that it wasn't going to be when it was Danny McBride. <laughs> what a big letdown that was! Because I think my uh, my dad was excited. He was like, "Hey, you're not going to do Crocodile Dundee?" And then they started it like an actual trailer, and you're like, "Oh, ooh, here's the trailer for it." And then no, it's just an Australian tourism ad, <laughs> and I felt like an idiot. Um, you got catfished. I did. Uh, Everybody did. Keanu Reeves riding the motorcycle. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Pepsi for every generation. It was a good ad. Mm-hmm. Plus, it had the Back to the Future DeLorean in it, which makes it a great ad. Yep. Um, <laughs> Took it up a it notch. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't even matter what the rest of the... I, I mean, I, I could have ignored the fact that it was Pepsi at that point because the DeLorean was there. Um, Toyota had a lot of ads. Um, ooh, the Black Panther ads with Lexus. Those were kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Budweiser helping the disaster area, so the Budweiser water that actually people like that just for the what it actually means. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of a couple things? Movie trailers are a big deal during Super Bowl, and now. they're actually. I mean, yeah, we had two big ones and a bunch of them, but the yeah, so Jurassic, just, Jurassic World didn't feel like there was like big movies that were you know previewed for this coming year. Skyscraper. Okay. I mean, that looks like a typical, you know. I'll, I'll watch it, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Just No, you didn't have that. Like, although you and I both ran like little fangirls mm-hmm. out to your living room when we noticed that they were running an a-, a trailer for Solo. Yeah. And, <laughs> I just look over. Hey, Solo, come here. And we, <laughs> we, I, like, I, think I, I think I literally like almost knocked over my wife <laughs> trying to get in front of her to see that and it was literally just a tiny little teaser so and originally i mean and actually through this whole build-up i have not been very excited for it um the teaser okay i i'm interested and then the full trailer came out today and i was like okay yeah i'm i like that and i the one thing i really do like is just they're keeping the and i know we're going way off the nfl but it's star but wars it's okay it's, it's it, there's a place in our hearts for star wars yes um the color grading and how they're making it kind of look like yep. Rogue One, just to kind of keep it separate from the main story on all that business. It it does look really good. What do you think of Jurassic World trailer? I'm because we kind of ran out there too. But as soon as we heard, I, the, as soon as we heard the notes of the theme, we were out there. Na, na, na. Yeah, I think that one's going to be better than Jurassic World. See, I like Jurassic World. I mean, that one. No, I did, but I think Jeff it's going Goldblum, to be better. Jeff Goldblum's back. So. That's why it's going to be better. <laughs> that's, all, that's the only reason. Yeah, <laughs> must go faster. His yeah, and then his, so he had his own ad that I totally missed. Well, I don't even know what I was doing, but I might have been eating because there was good food. Shocking. Hey, <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, but there was a Jeep ad. With Jeff Goldblum and Rexy, <laughs> yeah. and I totally missed it and ended up having to watch it after the game. But that was a that was a great ad. Um, anything else that you remember that was that popped out of you? Oh, oh uh, Alexa losing her voice. What you think of that? A um, little bit of subliminal messaging there with 
her saying she didn't know what the weather was like in Austin, Texas. I that might have been a hint to where they're going to put uh, HQ two. Ooh, you think so? Yeah, you're digging that deep into that. Yeah. Wow, you're telling me not to be that guy. <laughs> Don't be that guy. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Um, I mean, overall, I thought it was a decent commercial year. There's been some years that have been disappointing. I, oh, actually, overall, I think this one was probably one of those years. Disappointing. Yeah. Just kind of. Eh. I think there were enough of the enough of them that were like good. And then after the the Eli Odell one, none of them mattered. So <laughs> I think we all at that point were like, oh, that's the one. Yep, game over. Best one. <laughs> okay, so let's dive back into the game just for a minute. Um, but the aftermath of the game. Now that <laughs> the aftermath in Philly or just the aftermath. Oh, wait, well, we talked about the aftermath in Philly <laughs> again. You guys go home. If you're still out there partying a day later. Well, they're going to have a parade on Thursday. Oh, so God. they seem to think that that parade is going to be uh, ridiculous. And I don't see how it's going to be bigger than the Cubs. You know, how big that was, was insane. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. It'll be a big parade, but it won't be Cubs parade. Um, so New England loses, right? Yep. No. I just wanted to point that out again. <laughs> the Eagles won. To take a second. Let that. <laughs> He's okay, folks. The drama that has been circling the Patriots lately. Now is the time to address it. They can't avoid it anymore. The season's over. So now. And and he's already got stuff happening. So Gronk's already said he's mm-hmm. going to take a big look at his future. Mm-hmm, as where he do, should. Where yeah. So where do you land on Gronk? I mean, should he? I mean, call it quits. Um. Well, like we were talking <clears throat> yesterday, when as soon as he read that, I immediately thought, thought, yes, he should, because I know. I mean, he is a great player. I'd He's lo- a polar bear. I'd, I'd love to have him in Dallas. Just a just a man child, but the, you know your average NFL career is uh, two three years. He's had multiple injuries. He's had concussions. You know, think about the bigger picture. So, you know, he's a Super Bowl champion. He's made millions. If he wants to call it, you know, call it done, then by all means, go for it. Um, I think that it's kind of nice to see these players starting to more and more think about not just their future in football, but they're thinking way ahead and all the stuff that comes out about concussions. Um, you know, once again, you had a you had like cooks in the game. Oh man, that hit that that hit was. Although well, there was another one that should have been a flag. No, yeah, where Cr- was that flag? Crown crown of the helmet. See that right one, I wouldn't have had ear hole. Yeah, I wouldn't have had a problem with a flag being thrown there because when you saw it in slow motion, it was just it was a brutal hit. Yeah. And and yes, I know I I don't have a problem with those kinds of plays and those kinds of hits. But the, I, the if you're going to enforce the rules, enforce the rules. That's a that's a penalty. Yeah, you have it in the book. Yeah, it's a rule. So, but he hit the ground. You instantly knew as a as a he, viewer. Yeah, he was you instantly knew out. he was out. The 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 fists clinch up, and yep. you know there's a concussion. Mm-hmm. So these these are happening more and more, and they're getting more and more violent. And so players are finally starting to think about how much more of this can I take. How much more of this can my body take Mm -hmm. and how is it going to affect my quality of life down the road? Yeah. I mean, Gronk's what? 20, was he 29, 
28? Yeah. 20, yeah. No, he's not 30. No, and he and he had a, a, a good game, and he, he's still a beast. He's he's a player, and we've talked about it. He's what I would love for Jimmy Graham to be. He's just a... Well, he, sh- he showed it in that one drive. It was literally yeah. like four every, passes every, to yeah, every throw was to him. Like, that was that <laughs> first drive. Yeah, that first drive out of halftime. Yeah. Yeah. Our new game plan. Gronk. Yeah, throw to Gronk. He he's in, he's ridiculous. And when you throw it up to him in the end zone, you can't cover him. Mm-mm. But I totally would understand if he retired. Mm-hmm. At what point he's in. Now, his quarterback and his coach both have said they were the the big thing was okay. So Brady, even though he says he's going to play till he's you know forty five, yeah, is he really going to do it? And he's of no. course already said I'm back next year, and then. The rumor this morning was that Belichick was actually going to take some time and think about his future, but then he released a statement that said on a conference call and said, nope, I'm coming back. So those two being there, same owner, now you're back into that trio of that weird thing that's happening in drama there. Mm-hmm. So the now is going to be at the time where they have to no matter what, the three of them got to figure some stuff out. Yeah. So did Belichick... And they need to figure out the future for when Brady does leave. Well, yeah. I mean, I expect them to draft a, a QB. Did Belichick... Is it this year? Yeah. Hmm? Did he? Did Belichick seem at all different to you? I mean, we've been able to watch him now in eight Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> did he seem... Because he did to me. Did he seem different not necessarily in how he ran the game but just a little off from what we normally see no i think he was just frustrated because the defense couldn't stop philly from going up and down the field just frustrated okay you know one of those games can this run of theirs continue brady's not getting any younger I don't know. It's too hard to tell, but people were saying that when Brady turned 37 and here he is three years later. So he threw for, he threw for 500 and he threw for 505 (laughs) yards. So I, I think it's way too early to tell. I, who, who knows? They're already, even though they lost, we'll, we'll talk about the odds later, but they're already favorited. Yep. Their favorites. (laughs) They're already already favorites to win (laughs) next year's Super Bowl. Where does just, just where Seattle break on that? We'll talk about it later. Oh, okay. Calm down. Sorry. I want to start talking about Cowboys and Seahawks. I'm tired of we're, Patriots. We're getting Eagles. there. We're getting there, buddy. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> okay, Aaron Rodgers. R E L A X. When you said that, it's like okay. Relax. Yes, we know how to spell. Thank relax. you for spelling it. Thank there. you, Captain a- Obvious. Thanks, there, A A Ron. So. <laughs> <laughs> Please add in. You done messed up AA Ron in the in this. <laughs> Jay Quellen. Jay Quellen. <laughs> Balake. Um talked about Gronk. So then the only other thing that comes out of this and I mean, what to do with Nick Foles. Well uh, you were saying earlier, so Wentz towards ACL and he went down in was that the the last weekend of November? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it was. 
Sounds right. Because I think Philly, or no, no, it was the I think maybe it was the first game in December. Because I think they did, would they play three games with Foles, something like that. Um, which is also, I, either way, Wentz had a late season ACL yeah. injury, usually nine to twelve months recovery. Um, yeah, initially I thought well, Foles will be gone, but with the the length of Wentz's injury and before he even comes back, pending like you said, any setbacks. You know, maybe Philly does hang on to Foles. So we were talking about that with uh, the mics off instead of off air. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You look across the field there and a similar situation with Brady. Brady Brady came in as a backup and won a Super Bowl. And then look what happened after that. (laughs) It was the Tom Brady show. Yeah, but they gave the don't even go down that path. They gave the (laughs) farm for Wentz. Oh, no. I, oh, I, oh, no. I, I 100% believe that, I mean, when it's as long as there's not a setback in his injury, his recovery, mm-hmm. he, it's his team. We, we know that. And, and Peterson has already said that, hey, we hope to get back to the Super Bowl again with Wentz this time. But you have to make that decision now as Philadelphia. Do you keep Foles as your backup or do you take his now all of a sudden brand new MVP? Sh- value and get something for it what do you think what would you do you're the general manager that'd be a dead would be a tough choice oh it's 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 not easy i think i would take your route which is keep him hold him um depending on how wentz is coming along or how he looks maybe you're able to hold on just long enough until right around the trade deadline and then maybe make a deal for Foles if, you know, team loses their quarterback, they need somebody. But it also depends on what, you know, Foles wants to do. Maybe he wants to call it quits. He said he was close. He wanted to. Yeah, so now that he's won a title, maybe he does because he almost quit before he got on with this team. So, again, it's a little too early to tell, but I it's going to be fun to see that whole dynamic think about next season for one second all the quarterbacks that are going to be coming back from injury a lot and they're good mm-hmm. sean watson carson wentz carson wentz palm well palm, carson palmer's done he's Re- done retired uh, there's it's the afc is going to look a lot better Andrew next luck. Year. yeah luck's coming back how's his shoulder going to be and and actually just to kind of tie up the Brady and tie it up. So I was just wondering the 40 and older club gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's so Brady turns 41 in August and this is uh, actually a article via the Washington post. Um, Brady turns 41 in August and let's see, since the merger in 1970, there have been three quarterbacks to throw at least 200 passes in a season at 41 and older. Here's the three. Warren Moon. Ooh. He was 41. Yep. And then he did it again when he was 42, so 97, 98. Uh, Vinny Testaverde, who had a season in Dallas. Um, he was 44. And then Brett Favre, which is not a shocker. <laughs> the gunslinger. The gunslinger. Um, so Testaverde playing at 44. Brady hasn't taken as hard a hits as Testaverde has. Yeah, maybe he can play till he's forty-five. 
I think that's the biggest difference in this era compared to the older former eras. Brady plays in an in a, in a a game now that because of him because a lot of them we all trace back to Brady getting hurt and them changing the rules. The quarterbacks are so protected unless you're Cam Newton. Well, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's easier now to play longer. Yeah. If you're a quarterback. Well, that and we won't get into the whole just everything else, but just, you know, nutrition. Yeah. nutrition. We, we need topics for <laughs> nutrition and, you know, taking care of your body and technology and, you know, all of that plays into how these guys are playing longer. So he said he wanted to play till 45. Yep. So he turns 41 in August. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see because he doesn't know if the this TB12 method and his you know his whole lifestyle if it's going to actually get him to 45 because of his age and being in his 40s already I'm interested to see if if you get a gradual decline or if because he is in the 40s does he just one day just drop off a cliff and just all of a sudden you're like he has lost a step and because that's he's in his 40s and everyone else is so much younger and bigger and stronger it is so much more obvious that that one step is now affecting his game or or will it be no more of a gradual decline no with him it's he's he'll stay up there just because of you know it's above the shoulders for him yeah he's just so smart he's damn good at what he does yeah it's disgusting but no i hate it so and I don't remember where we veered off at. We took we're a talking about Nick Foles. Oh, we we're talking about Nick Foles. <laughs> no, we took a we took the off ramp to, to Bradyville. Ugh. Um, on down to Bradyville. <laughs> Speaking of that, yeah, how come Timberlake didn't bust there out any no, of those songs? Yeah, no Veganville or Omniville. Yeah, and what a letdown that show did suck. That you know what? Yeah, now that we've thought about it, you need to up your game there, Timberlake. But yeah. No, Foles, that, that is going to be a very tough decision, and I'm glad that I am not in the position to have I, to make that. I didn't even think about it until you said it, uh, that part of that's on him. I didn't, didn't even think about that angle, that yeah. he may be done. I, that's That makes the whole thing even more crazy. More it, interesting. More interesting. That should be our new thing. We're hashtag buttery smooth. Dallas is coming for Hashtag Philly, interesting. So whoever you have a quarterback, you guys better be ready. <laughs> We're saying that in February. <laughs> Season's over. Haven't even had Any, a, everyone's got a chance. Haven't Cleveland's even had a, got a chance. Hey, <laughs> let's <laughs> calm down. Whoa, let's not Whoa. go that far. All right. Anything else you want to cover from the Super Bowl? It's over. It's done. Can we move on, or do you want to cover anything else? Um, Minnesota, great job on hosting. By the way, I guess. I mean, come on. It's a it's a big glass building with. I a like ship. that stadium. I think it was kind of cool. Yeah. I hate that horn. When that horn's going off, you know something's something bad's happening. <laughs> yes, let's and let's close the Super Bowl. Let's ready. Let's. let's or what are we doing? Okay, the clocks just hit zero. We're done. NFL season is finally over. What does that mean for us? <laughs> we are not going anywhere, folks. Yes. We're not. We're a football podcast. Last time I checked. And sometimes Star Wars. Yeah, well, and we might veer off and talk about that a lot. 
if you ever go see the movie. Boo, Roger Goodell's on the TV. Look how you did that right as I went to slam you for not seeing Last Jedi. <laughs> you immediately, boo, Roger Goodell's on TV. I bet you he's seen Last Jedi. I bet, so, you, I bet you he has not. Oh, yeah? I bet you he has not seen do you have Star his, Wars. Do you have his digits? Can you text him? Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, Alan, you need to keep us more on t- on task. He's not doing a He's good job. Not, this is not. He, he was good. actually just watching the pre- press. He, press he conference. really was. I don't even think he was paying attention. We're still on the air. Um. So what's our plan? We're going to keep bringing him content, right? Every week. Every week. Just we'll dig up anything that we can find to talk about for at least thirty minutes. They'll become shorter because this one's <laughs> running a little bit long. But it was a Super Bowl recap show, so that's okay. And it's been fun. It has been fun. We've done, and we've been upbeat and yay. I mean, even though this is episode nine, I can't believe we've already been doing this eight weeks. Yeah. Eight weeks. Went fast. Think about how many weeks we'll be in by the time the next season rolls around. Woo! Um, so we're going to be more, if you listen to the last episode, which was our first ever special edition, special episode, um, we've, we took one topic, focused on it, and I thought it went really well. Yeah. That's our plan. That's some pretty good feedback on that one. Yeah, that that's our plan um, for the, most of the off season. When we get to big events like the draft, um, we're both pretty excited for that. A- Andrew's probably more excited because his team doesn't participate in free agency, so draft's a big deal for him. Well, that and also the draft is at I don't trust AT&T Stadium. So, oh well, there you go. I don't trust my general manager and coach in their drafting anymore, so I'm scared really as you should be. as i should be um so we'll 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 do uh we'll have a bigger episode around draft time I'll, we'll probably have if something you know huge happens in free agency because that's become such a big event now we'll we'll definitely talk about that but uh and then any news that comes up about the cowboys or the seahawks um or the nfl in general yeah big nfl news yeah because let's face it the nfl is i mean you get a break here now but it never goes away it's it's still the most popular sport and it it's always something is happening we need your help again in engagement well not again i would not say again. always always but this lets you the listeners have a little impact on what we talk about tweet us tweet us facebook us give us some ideas or any subject that's football related if you can take Star Wars and somehow give us some weird, unique twist that flips it back into football, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Dennis, challenge. But give us some ideas. And if and if we like them, um, we'll jump all over them because we need the ideas because we have a lot of weeks to fill. So, yeah, uh, go to Facebook. Go to Twitter. Um, Where are we at on Facebook, Brian? We are uh, <laughs> facebook.com slash Common Ground Football Podcast. And... Um, God, you're just jumping all over the place. I know. We're also online at www.commongroundfootballpodcast.com. That's a really purry website. Ooh, and big news. Oh. Soon, real soon, we did our first photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the first places that pictures are going to go are the website for our bios. That'll yes. be a little teaser. And then uh, be looking for our new um, iTunes artwork. And um, we're just going to just flood the internet with really special pictures <laughs> we had a good time meme worthy 
Oh God. Um, Twitter is probably still the best place to do interact with us at all because it's just awesome. Easy. Yeah. Super easy. Um, you can follow the podcast itself on Twitter at common ground FBP. Andrew, you are at Andrew Guzman, CGP. And I am at Wenatchee Seattle sports fan, um, which again is W E N S E A sports fan. Send us anything, send us content, send us just interact. We want interaction. Yes. And if you haven't already, please rate, subscribe, download all that good stuff on iTunes. We, Really appreciate all your help. And for the people who have reviewed, thank you very much. You guys are awesome. And then, of course, if you have, and we talked about this, you have an Android device, you can use um, Stitcher, TuneIn. You can use TuneIn on Alexa. You can use Stitcher on Alexa. You can Google Play. Google Play on the Google Home devices. Okay. So, and then very, very soon, we're hoping to get on Spotify. Just put it out there. For all you Spotify, I, I did not know how many millions of users there are on Spotify. Well, hopefully, we'll uh, get to, you know, introduce ourselves over 140 million users what that we could be exposed to <laughs> well, the, the what, podcast could whoa, be exposed whoa to. <laughs> whoa whoa not that kind of podcast alan what you got to close this thing out what are we doing oh we're gonna go over those odds let's go over those odds let's, shall we let's close this out with super bowl odds for next year's super bowl super bowl 53 where is it next year atlanta in their new stadium. Yes. Mercedes-Benz. Benz has two stadiums in the NFL. Fancy town, USA. Dallas will be in Atlanta next year. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Hey, calm down. Getting ahead of myself. Calm down. They got to go up to Seattle and win up there first. Done. Twice. Because I'm going to put us both in the playoffs. And the NFC Championship will be in Seattle. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, we mentioned earlier that even though New England lost, they're already favorites to win next year's Super Bowl at 5-1. to one. Wow. Philly is then right below them at 8-1. to one. So then you go Green Bay and Pittsburgh, and then Minnesota, and then that's where Dallas comes in. And I think they're tied with, um, I want to say, the Rams yep. and Atlanta. Yep. One more. Um, Short quarterback. Uh, New Orleans. Yeah, 20-1. to one. Here's where I about pee myself because you've got to be bleeping kidding me. You would think that somewhere up in there, based on their history, recent history, their quarterback, and everything else, that my Seahawks would be, you know, they don't have to be ahead of Dallas. I, I haven't seen or it. right there. But let me guess. You want to guess? Yeah, I'm going to guess. So, so you guys are at 20 to 1. Where do you think the Seahawks landed? 50 to 1. Well, screw you, dude. <laughs> that's, that's messed up. Uh, no. Uh, the 30 to 1 odds. But what is crazy is the teams that are above them. So there are they're tied with Kansas City and Carolina at 30 to 1. And there's three teams between them and you guys. Take a guess on who they are. Three teams. Um, Two AFC, one NFC. Tennessee? No. Houston. Yes. 22 to 1. Houston's right below you. Buffalo? No. Miami? No. Playoff team? Pittsburgh. No, Pittsburgh. You already listed them. Uh, Kansas. No, you already listed Kansas City. BFB, man. BFB. Blake. I thought, was, I thought we said Jacksonville already. Bortles. Nope. Okay. He's at 27 to 1. So okay. then the team in between those two 
San Francisco. 20, <laughs> 25 to 1 odds. They are ahead of Seattle in the odds. Dennis, I know you're like ecstatic right now listening to this, but you can shut up. <laughs> you can just shut your mouth. Because, yeah, you got Jimmy Graps, but he's still new. Yeah, but you know, you know that they are going to come out hot next year. Oh, God. And it just makes the reality check for me. <laughs> like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, no, you know how I feel. I mean, we got Philly. They just won the freaking Super Bowl. I just can't. I, it's, I got Russell Wilson. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got angry Doug. <laughs> I mean, I think Your team the, looks kind of sad now. I think the problem is, is they have no idea what's going to happen with our personnel. So they just, I mean, yeah. Um. So then you drop below that. It's Oakland at thirty-two to one, uh, Denver, Indianapolis, and the Chargers all at forty to one. Tampa Bay forty-two to one. Arizona, Baltimore, Tennessee at fifty to one. Bitch, I can tell you who's got the worst odds. You probably will be hundred percent correct, and this is and it's hilarious when we get down there. Cleveland. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what's yes. even but what's even better is the way they wrote this out. <laughs> Whoever this was that did it. Um. That <laughs> made me laugh so hard. Um, this is this is crazy. The Washington Redskins seventy to one odds. They're way down the list. They're a decent team, and they just they just got Alex Smith. Mm. Think they're that far down? Mm, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, then you get into the really bad teams: Miami and the Giants at seventy-five to one. Buffalo, Cincinnati, and the Jets one hundred twenty-five to one. The Da Bears, Da Bears, Da Bears, one hundred and fifty to one. And then of course, Cleveland. Uh, uh, 10 million to one. <laughs> I don't, I don't put a, put a dollar on that. I don't know if those are accurate numbers. <laughs> I don't think they are, but, but if they were, but they go sound, down there and put a dollar on Cleveland, but come on, that sounds right. <laughs> I mean, sounds correct to me. Yeah. So well, who knows? They got, they got two of the first, they got two of the top five picks this year. So yeah, but they have a bunch of top 10 picks already on their team and they still suck. They they just need that one they more just player. Just need that one piece. They need that one piece. They need a quarterback. Nick Foles. No. Nick Foles, Jacksonville. Ooh. If he wants to keep playing. Bortles can go to Cleveland and they'll be just yes. a little bit better. There we go. A little bit better. Wow. All right, man. Good podcast. It was fun. Super as Bowl's always. over. Season's over. That was as buttery smooth as we can possibly do. And then we got to find topics for the next seven months. I expect great ideas from each and every single one of you listening. No pressure whatsoever. At all. At none. Let's get out of here. All right, let's go. Uh, hey, Alan, um, it was nice knowing you. Um, go Hawks. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.